What's happening, guys? Welcome to The Daily Show. I'm Clay with Block Bites. We got Market Mondays. We're going to break down all the things we're watching this week. BRC20, Bitcoin Cash, and Dogecoin. What do they have to do with one another? We're going to tell you what, what that means. We're going to break down Bencoin uh, and the roadmap and some pretty interesting things that have been said thus far. Finance says peace out to Canada. What's up with the liquidity crunch? We got all that and more. Stick around. If you like the show, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel. We appreciate it. Mikey, let's bring us in. Hello, Mr. Clay. Norval. What's happening, brother? Oh, not much. Just hearing Mr. Got Plenty's vault, counting some bands for some uh, extra pay, a little, little <laughs> side money on the side. Uh, I see that. You got you got the stacks on uh, hundos behind you. I love it. It's, oh, yeah. uh, it's maybe one of my favorite backgrounds you've had in a while since your Oregon Trail days. Yeah. <laughs> since I got <laughs> off my, uh, yeah, off the Oregon Trail. How was that? Yeah, uh, Panning for gold didn't work out. Yeah, well, hey, we're still at it, man. The Daily Show lives on. How was uh, how was Mother's Day? Oh, it was great. I took my mother to the zoo. Did she you? loved it. Yeah, what'd you do, Clay? Did you do anything good for your mother on Mother's Day? I uh, we're we're doing a delayed Mother's Day. My mom was, I don't know, I like I, I don't even hear my voice. Not feeling mm -hmm. great. I'm feeling fine now, but over the weekend I wasn't, so I apologize for the raspiness. Uh, if I you know have to cough or anything, I'll I'll, I'll, pa I'll pause the mic so I don't you know get anybody sick over the no, digital waves. Cool, but dude. but yeah, man, we uh we're gonna we're gonna do something this week, bro. It'll be good. So, Hell yeah, man. Well, I'm excited to have you back here, Clay. It was a lonely Thursday without you, bro. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm happy to be back, man. It was it was a wild weekend, honestly. There was there was a uh, there were a lot of things that we've been watching uh, on the Bitcoin charts that um, progressed. We're going to talk about some of that, some of the things that we are watching. Uh, shout out to to Ryan, Wally, Philip. What up, everybody who uh, tunes in? All the regulars. Hope you guys had a good weekend, good Mother's Day. Uh, and I'd say let's jump into it, my friend. Let's do um, it. Let's see. First of all, so first things first. And I don't, you know, I don't know if you follow Marin or not, but you know, the height of the craziness with uh, you know the actual bull run. Uh, her calls based on like eclipse seasons were pretty on point. Did you ever have you ever like followed followed Marin's stuff? I mean, I have followed Marin's stuff. I don't uh I was never a true believer. I don't know. Bro, I'm 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 a believer. Like this like Mercury and retrograde, like I, I like it actually gives me personal dread knowing that that is coming and like so as of uh today okay. we exit Mer mercury and retrograde and i swear to god that like the worst times for bitcoin are when mercury is in retrograde and i think it's just markets overall i'm sure that like dracon would probably tell me i'm ridiculous but like like look at her charts man it actually always lines up so potentially Does positive it? things Bro, on the horizon I mean as we exit retrograde right now Man, I don't believe that shit at all, dude. No, <laughs> the stars are dictating my fate. No way. Get out know. of here with that, bro. I'm I I am I'm excited about it. So I'm going with Marin here. Uh, new moon on the 19th. Let's see what happens. But seriously, What's like we just had nine red days on the Bitcoin chart, which is the first time it's happened since June 2022. Uh, also Mercury retrograde. So go back, check it out. I'm just saying. What does it mean for the new moon to be in Taurus? What, what does that even mean, man? I, listen, I, I can't go further than the retrograde point. I'm just <laughs> telling you that like. That is one that I keep up with because, like, it's always just like it seems like negative things seem to compound when that's the case. So, nevertheless, we're out of it. Just wanted to point that out. Mm -hmm. um, it's a wild week, dude. There is 14 different Fed members speaking uh, on separate days. Obviously, you know, probably Thursday and Friday with Barr and Powell are probably the two that I will be paying attention to the most. Um, Bostic actually is usually pretty good, which is today, but like. The, the the point of the tweet is like this is not what the fed is supposed to be doing like this is the exact opposite of the reason the fed was created um basically creating a source of inflation and volatility all at the same time because every single one of them is going to have a different opinion on how we should treat uh inflation and all of the fed decisions moving forward so a pretty mm -hmm. wacky 
um, set of events here for this week. Yeah. So like, these are like celebrities now to us. Like we gotta, <laughs> we gotta like follow them. Hear each of their differing opinions. Kind of exciting. I didn't know they were all talking like this. It yeah. Seems like I would kind of expect them to be like working, analyzing, but I guess <laughs> that's part of their job now. Well, I mean, they're all from different regional, you know, departments of the Fed, with the exception of obviously Powell, who oversees clearly the Fed itself. But like, yeah. So I mean, do, for me, like, I am gonna, I'm gonna get some of these, watch some of these, and, and, and report back some of the things that we can pull out of them. Um, but definitely not, or not useful, but how helpful it will be to uh, addressing inflation and volatility if they're all giving different opinions. I would think that the Fed wants to present a united front. You you would think that would be the case, and and most of the time, from what I've seen, it's not. Um, there's there's a lot of a lot of varying opinions as to how things should be handled. I mean, obviously, they they generally move in you know a direction that seems somewhat you know uniform, but uh, mm -hmm. nevertheless, something to watch. I think that uh, you know particularly Thursday Friday is going to be uh, a big one for me, and you know just anytime we can get another view into Powell's uh, POV on things, it's always uh, beneficial. And I'm not even going to pull up the Fed market watch tool because I think that we've seen it enough. And, and you know, there's a lot of people causing, calling for a pause, which I think is a big part of what happens in June, a big part of what happens with Bitcoin moving forward. Um, jumping over to Bitcoin dominance. So, you know, we talked about this last Tuesday and Bitcoin dominance breaking. Oh, there's the cat. Bitcoin yeah, dominance. Sorry. Breaking, <laughs> right um, talk, talk about, you know, bad. Is it good luck or bad luck with the black? Yeah, cats? bad luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't need to go down the road. Uh, talking about Bitcoin dominance. You know, we've, we've talked about the, the key resistance at 49 and, you know, we, we, we broke back uh, in early April. <clears throat> Excuse me with my, my raspy voice. Uh, early April and, you know, people were like, is it on its way to 51? How high could it go? And we saw that, you know, we saw a nice run in alts and we've pretty much lost all of, you know, everything that we've gained in alts, we, we've pretty much retraced and lost with this, uh, what pretty much can be seen as a double top on Bitcoin dominance, uh, which brought it back down below 48.2, which is about um, historical, you know, resistance for Bitcoin dominance, which is obviously something I said I was watching last Tuesday. We're headed back up towards it again, uh, but you know, since we've broken down, we've seen at least on the daily time frame, uh, alts. You know, look, the altcoin market, unless you're buying right now, is you know, unless you sold when when Bitcoin dominance was coming back down back here in like late April, uh, you've probably lost most of the gains that you saw. Um, so, you know, a decent time to potentially buy uh, bubbles. Um, but no, my point is with the bubbles, like mm -hmm. uh, with Bitcoin dominance pulling this double top and alts absolutely bleeding out, the month is really, really ugly. I mean, 30 down 35%, optimism 36%, phantom 20%. So it's even been a hex is down. Hex is Even down. Hex is down, and they're backed by a freaking diamond, bro. <laughs> with with the with the launch of their chain down fifty eight percent. So you know it's 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 really like, it, and I I go back to this all the time. Like there's two trains of thought. Like do you do you want to do you want to sell the rips and and buy the dips, or are you just a long term holder? And uh, you know a lot of folks just want to play the game of holding, but this is you know this is the potential outcome in choppy markets like we're seeing right now, and so. Uh, watching Bitcoin dominance, not shocked to see it break back down after a pseudo double top here. Uh, and what will it do when it hits 48? Um, will it, you know, will it break through again? And, and you know, it really depends on kind of what happens over here on the Bitcoin chart. So this is the same chart we showed really the last week. Um, and I, and, you know, basically said we were kind of, you know, bouncing within this, this symmetrical triangle that we'd formed uh, with the high about almost 31,000. Uh, and if we broke below, and at the time when we showed it, it was about 27.2, um, I thought we would come back down and and retest 25, even down to like mid-24s. Um, and over the weekend, we saw a break. And so, you know, I guess the bigger, the bigger question is, is this the confirmation that this head and shoulders pattern that we've been, we haven't really talked about the head and shoulders, but a lot of people you know, out there are, you know, is this the confirmation that it is now complete? Or does it continue to progress uh, and get worse? Like basically, you know, we we get we got all the way down to twenty five eight over the weekend with a pretty big empty wick here, uh, and we've since re reclaimed um, this triangle, and so we're back inside. We'll we'll take a look at the four hour in a second, but like 
one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight daily closes in red. Like that is a very, very ugly month. Uh, and it's something we haven't seen since June because Mercury was in retrograde. Uh, it's something we haven't seen since June of last year. So the question is, is the head and shoulders pattern now complete or is there more pain to come? And that's kind of where, you know, I think that. Um, more pain to come. I think we're seeing a typical U formation here uh, at the bottom of the triangle. <laughs> What it dipped through, bro. It broke the triangle, dipped yep. through. So you so are we seeing a cup and handle and we're about to to come back up and, Dude, and retest old eyes? The handle is to the left, so it's gonna pour down. So cup twenty five, bro. I'm sticking with twenty five. It's gonna hit twenty five yep. before it hits I, anything else. <laughs> if we're right. thirty or whatever. I mean, so you know, for for me, I actually I do think that we like so Look, we're, we're back. We're back within the symmetrical triangle. If we if we can maintain this as support and and like kind of crab around in here, mm-hmm. um, fine. I I think that we probably do break back down, and I'll tell you why. But Real let's quick, look at some. Do you some follow key- Peter Brandt? Uh, yeah, I think so. He's that really wow. old guy that does TA. Mm-hmm. He one time I was uh he when I was really trying to follow TA, he said there was a three blind mice pattern forming. <laughs> and I thought he was just like fuck with me. I googled it for like two hours trying to find what the fuck is a three blind mice. <laughs> Never what? figured it out, dude. Never learned what it is. It's like some occult TA formation. <laughs> uh, well, maybe we'll uh, we'll look into that one tomorrow. I actually don't know. Uh, is, it, is it like an empty wick with two two red candles below it? I guess I would know. I have no idea. He just and that would kind of make sense because it would be typical three blind mice. I mean, that would be a a blind, like a, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. So (laughs) we'll we'll get back to that tomorrow. But uh, key events this week. So retail sales data. Like this is a big a big week for earnings um, on the retail side, and you know the rest of it don't really care so much. Like I mean, jobless claims fine. Housing, uh, housing starts data fine, but the retail numbers are going to be important. Um, and if they look good, then I think we can potentially see an equities rally, not massively, but it's going to at least uh, give the market some confidence that retail isn't, um, you know, completely in the shitter. And so, uh, who do we have reporting this week? We've got Walmart, which is a huge one, uh, Home Depot, huge one, Alibaba. Uh, there are a couple other big ones in there. Target is not shown, mm-hmm. but is reporting on Thursday. So uh, big week for retail. And obviously, you know, if if um, you know if retail feels like it is exhausted, then that is a bad sign. I think overall for the equities market in general, uh, which I think plays in largely to kind of what happens to Bitcoin the rest of the week. And so we'll Wait. definitely be having a yeah. Hold on, I got something spicy that I just remembered. So I don't have the pictures for this, but anymore but i think i remember hearing that marin was fed calls by a guy she was seeing that's <laughs> really? what she was on yeah and she was just like linking it to her chart patterns i haven't seen that but if you can't find that remember. can't confirm or deny <laughs> but you know I mean, this is south is possibility well i guess we'll see so i mean look the earning stuff this week for retail is a big deal um i think it'll largely play into how the market moves from here. Obviously, look, the debt ceiling, it's going to it's going to get, you know, it's going to get worked out. But until there's some clarity on what happens with the debt ceiling, it's also causing also like just um, you know, uh market like actually I think there's just money sitting on the sidelines. There's not a lot of like mass market volatility because like people are waiting for a conclusion one way or another on the debt ceiling. Nevertheless, it always gets figured out. I'm sure they're going to figure it out before uh the end of the month. So, but those are two key events this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I guess like if I, if I had to make a call here on Bitcoin, I think that we, uh, probably crab sideways in this triangle and then come back down and test 25, uh, to complete that head and shoulders pattern. Um, I've also seen other people that say that we have completed an ABCD correction and that we could actually be in line for a move up. Um, and that this test of 25.7, which by the way, was really an empty, like no man's land area. I was, I was surprised to see us catch a bit here at 25.8, um, because there really was no, you know, indicator that that would happen. And so, uh, I guess it remains to be seen if I'm, if I'm placing a bet, uh, I'm going to say that we 
do end up coming back down and retesting um, the, the these levels of 25 to 24. Um, but we might crab a little bit in here, and it's you know earnings will have an impact on that. The debt ceiling decision will have an impact on that. But that's that's my take on it. True enough. True enough. So you think we're going to just continue to tighten? I have a question. Why don't why 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 don't we address the trend line because it it broke down? I was just working off of the the previous historical trend line that I had. I mean, I could I could adjust it on shorter time frames, but figured we'd stick with what we'd shown previously and and continue on. I mean, tomorrow we can we can adjust it and put it on a you know well, four hour one hour triangle bigger. Okay, it extends it out further. Uh. It yeah well I mean the that general was general TA question I I wasn't sure if there was like a particular reason or yeah I mean okay. we can we can we can we can adjust it tomorrow to be on a shorter time frame that will change the uh but like the, the overall macro trend line still remains like the structure itself is still in place okay well I'll tell you super low big moves coming soon uh, I agree and so there's a question of which which way does the big move go and so this was this was released uh, yesterday but the glass note. So I mean I don't know how much stock you put into you know what co-founders have to say, but uh, the the Glassnode co-founders have said they're confident there's an explosive move coming in Bitcoin because of uh, Fed rate you know Fed uh, rate hike pauses that they believe are coming at the month, and they kind of nailed it. Like 28.5 still remains in the same possibility um, as indicated by the options market. We hit that over the weekend. Um, confident in their midterm outlook of 35k. Uh, as external pressure subsides and market uh, <clears throat> basically, um, you know, pricing in no rate cut in June, which gives us a, a run to 35. Um, I don't know how much stock you put into that, but, you know, it's it's interesting that that's the call they're making. I could see it. I could see this coming to fruition. Uh, those rate cuts not coming, but the, the pause coming. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I, well, I could as well. What all twelve of the <laughs> of, of the council say over the next week? Maybe maybe they'll have some more hawkish people. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like it's gonna. It, uh, yeah, I like. I'm so. I'm. I'm almost like exhausted by the market watch tool because like there's so much data that comes out in between each Fed decision that like mm -hmm. it's a ever moving target. Um, but with the bank, you know, the banking crisis we're seeing, bro, I would. I would think that a pause is is very much uh, in the in the cards here. Mm -hmm. uh, the other side of that is someone like Home. If you guys follow Crypto Home, uh, prices will bleed bleed out slowly. People get bored again. People will leave. Prices will reach twenty uh, to twenty four k range. People will ignore when they sh when they should buy. You know, et cetera, et cetera. Like if you zoom out, um, let's go back to the daily. If we zoom out here, like you you could make the argument that like. If, if you're talking about what he's talking about, that like there's a larger head and shoulders pattern that needs to play out, which would put Bitcoin down, uh, you know, back into like the, the, oh, that's the Bitcoin dominance chart. Whoops. Uh, if we, but yeah, on, on the daily chart, um, where you could go back down into like the lows of like down here, like 20K. So if you were looking at it this way, on a longer time frame and like that's the that's the case that home is making so i've seen both cases made i i personally don't think this one will play out but um we shall see yeah i don't know i don't know because uh, uh, someone brought up in chat here with schiller cape valuation this high maybe with ben eth raking in seven mil people might be getting burned <laughs> soon getting burned out the market so yeah, so where where do you think we are in this chart, man? Like this is this is like there's a lot of there's a lot of crazy things that are going on. Um, you know, prices on altcoins have been particularly ugly. It's been an ugly May, uh, eight days in the red with Bitcoin. Um, do you think that we are in depression still? Uh, I still think we're kind of early in depression. Maybe you do. Like, does have we seen the suicide hotline number being posted? everywhere yet? have we seen people i mean a, dude, a drop to 16k was was pretty if you recall was fairly suicidal for many um you know yeah but it like, was 18 cents and and etc are they is it was it was it down were they down bad long enough that we were getting the stories of people mortgaging their houses remortgaging their houses so that they could buy more bitcoin 
and then the price just continued. Uh, I don't know. I, I think there's. I think people still have room for more pain. <laughs> I. I, I don't I think that if there is more pain, it's like it's it's at max like worst case scenario, like larger head and shoulders, 20k pain, not 16. Uh, but I do think that we are in um, depression and I feel like we're somewhere around here. And if you overlay it against the Bitcoin chart, which we've done, we've done that once in a uh, in a short. Um, I feel like the the market looks like it. But what's interesting to me is like when you're in that, you know, when you're in the depression phase, like. Look over the weekend when Bitcoin was, you know, hitting twenty five seven or whatever it hit, and all coins are absolutely bleeding. Like that shit sucks, dude. Like it doesn't. It's not fun to be here, uh, and it is a depressing feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and like the way that it's outlined here, my retirement money is lost. How uh, how can we pay for all this new stuff? I'm an idiot. Like that is truly the feelings that come with crypto if you've been here long enough. Um, and so I do feel like we are down there. The other reason I think we're there is, is we're starting to see funny things happen. Uh, where you know there's like market excitement around just like things that I don't know whether they will last or not, but they're you know they're creating a lot of a lot of buzz, um, and I feel like that's sort of stuff that happens in the depression phase because people get bored, um, and then we start to enter disbelief and and you know it starts to roll that way, and so um, you know I think that's uh, I, I think that's kind of like that's my take on where we are on this chart. I don't know how you feel about it. I don't know. I feel like if depression was here, people wouldn't be willing to have fun. They'd be like, this shit's all whack. I'm going to start mowing lawns to make money. Like I need cash. <laughs> I don't have time to, to put faith in, uh, I don't know. What's his name? Ben dot ETH. <laughs> I can't afford it anymore. Yeah. That's when I think we've truly bottomed out. That's, that's, that's a fair take. I mean, I think like, I, I just don't know outs you know, look outside of like, Binance getting somehow taken down by like the government or like I like I don't know I, I can't think of like all that many more black swan events besides what we've seen with the collapse of FTX and the you know layer you know, layer on 10 other things that got us here. I just don't know what would be left in terms of like fuel in the tank to you know to drive things down. Yeah. I mean, I mean just could it's just a it's it's not like a you don't need to have like a cataclysmic event to just bleed people out. <laughs> like they could just no. see their money just continuing to slowly decline because no one's putting you know more value into the market yeah i mean we're going to talk about binance leaving canada like i like i do i do have concern about liquidity um entering the market from mm-hmm. the from uh from the west and so that's that's something we'll talk about later um so yeah i mean i think that that's that's definitely an interesting conversation to have um <clears throat> yeah, I mean, the one thing that could be ugly is if Bitcoin continues to bleed and alts continue to bleed. Like if Bitcoin dominance stays where it is, but Bitcoin price comes down, total two comes down, then the alt market's going to look really, really ugly. And that to me is like more of this phase. Like when, when you know, not a lot of people just sit there and hold straight Bitcoin. So like that's true depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, so whether we've already seen it back when the FTX collapse and post happened, we'll see. But uh, yeah, so let's talk about uh, one of those phenomenons right now, dude. So okay. Bitcoin, um, and you know, obviously, like forget like the forget the meme coin side of it. Well, maybe not forget it. You you lay out what you what you think about what's happening and kind of any background you have on it. But I want to actually lay out what I've heard from Bitcoin himself on this thing. Okay. Uh, and I think it's an interesting discussion to have overall. You in talks with BitBoy directly, or <laughs> no, no? I mean, I met, I've met him a couple times at conferences, but besides that, no. Um, but I did watch a video, and I'll, I'll I'll break down what I've taken from it. Okay, let's hear it, dude. What's what's BitBoy cooking? What's Ben Armstrong got? How's he gonna save crypto? Well, first of all, like, what do you think about this? Like the ETH Ben thing? Didn't he get sent like seven million dollars and and some like? Yeah, he's launching some other thing. I guess. From my understanding, ETH Ben launched a Ben coin, Ben token, and now he's off that project and he's launching something else called PSYOP. And I think uh, the deal with that is he was doing a seed run, like a seed fund, like raising, and uh, some people sent him $7 million worth of ETH to his private address nice. on a hope and a prayer. <laughs> There's lots of drama that came out of it too. Lots of people really slamming him. 
um, for being a deadbeat dad. <laughs> All kinds of drama. Like I think one of his ex-wives got on Twitter was saying like you um, like you don't like pay child support and you're raising seven million dollars. How can anyone Stop. trust you? <laughs> well, maybe it's brutal a, stuff, man. Brutal Mother's stuff. Day, Mother's Day ploy to uh, oh yeah to get some Jerry of that cash. on the timeline. His spirits with us. Well. So I, I can't speak, I can't speak to any of that per se. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously look, man, like the, the meme coin madness, like it only, it only lasts for so long. Um, you know, is it a positive rotational thing for altcoins? Like it hasn't seemed to be at this point. Um, and yes, I agree with some of the comments here, Gavin, uh, global recession would do it. Let's move to Argentina, only 97% interest rates. Uh, so yeah, I mean, things are, look, things are super ugly. Uh, somehow Bitcoin remains at 27 K, which is why I, I, tend to believe that 20k if we retest if we break 24 that 20k will be where we end up and um and continue on up from there that's my personal opinion but uh on bitcoin so this is fascinating though because like you know obviously it started as an eth underscore ben meme coin mm -hmm. um i guess bitboy you know negotiated to to buy him out of this thing but he has much bigger plans for it and so um Effectively, my understanding of it is a four-pronged thesis, and it's going to have a roadmap that comes out uh, about it um, sometime in the, in the coming day or so, apparently, uh, as he is literally flying there to, because they don't want to escrow this thing. They're literally just going to like do, I don't know how he's paying for it. I guess he's going to send funds, more funds to this dude's wallet is my assumption. But basically, this thing is a, you know, so um, be everywhere now. That's literally the acronym as I understand it at this point, right? So here's what here's the deal so number one it's going to be a decentralized new news service so i don't know if you, you know, i think you and i were chatting before this at coin telegraph is uh uh has hit the skids um you mm. obviously saw that yeah yeah so yeah so coin apparently telegraph they, going down what? in flames <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's it's like not it's not that funny because they laid off 50 percent of their staff apparently and then offered them severance and never paid it uh Thank which you. is obviously quite messed up uh, but the uh, so yeah, Coin Telegraph going down. So uh, apparently, the utility of this Ben token is going to be a decentralized news service. I mean, the guy certainly has the outlet with a million followers and already the channel that he's built to build a news service around it. I don't know what that looks like, but that's literally uh, prong number one. Uh, prong number two is a public pu public awareness cam uh, campaigns. So using proceeds from this thing. Uh, so basically, breaking FUD against crypto. And so this is like having billboards as it was described. And this is a YouTube video that I can share and we can put in the, you know, the, the video after. But as I described, having uh, billboards in Times Square that are like tagging Joe Biden, tagging anti-bank, anti tagging uh, you know, inflation, like, like facts about it uh, being sponsored by Bitcoin and like going in mainstream places. Uh, as basically, a, you know, a way to break FUD against crypto. That's mm. prong number two. So the first prong is make a decentralized news network, yes. um, which would be what, like Twitter? Like I just post a news story, Hacker Noon, I submit a story and he approves it, Ben. <laughs> I, I mean, ben I, tokens I to have something published or can't, can't speak to like the actual layout. Ben. I, I, yeah, I mean, these are just questions I think we could just generally ask. Probably, I mean, I'll probably all about answers these. But, but like, if you were comp if you compared it to it, like, first of all, decentralized news. So, like, I, like, how do you define that? But if you compare it to like his point in the video was that Coin Telegraph was never de decentralized. It was a pay for play mechanism that was like basically there to be a pump and dump of news. Uh, that's how it was founded, and that's why it's out of business. Don't know, um, but. You know, if that's the if that's the goal of decentralized news, then yeah, you probably use the Ben token for payment. I'm assuming, and I, I don't know. I'm not sure the the execution engine of what is how it's going to go down. Mm -hmm. um, but the public awareness thing is interesting. Like, look, like if you put personal bias aside of, of, who, of who it is, I don't, I don't know how everybody feels about you know Bitboy or not. It doesn't really matter to me. But you know what what is actually apparent to me is like there is massive flood against crypto. And there really is not a great way to fight it. Now, whether this is the right mechanism or not, arguable, obviously, uh, and debatable, but interesting because I think it, it's something that is a big problem for this space. 
Um, and so the third one I found very, very interesting, government lobbying. So pro-crypto candidates raising money for state-level crypto legislation, pro-Ethereum, pro-Polygon, pro-Cardano. Uh, that's what he said in, in the video. Uh, but I'll stick with government lobbying overall. So like literally using proceeds of Bitcoin um, to back candidates, kind of like, I guess, you know, like any other campaign funding mechanism is done. Um, but you know, the, the way this was described to me is like this, this token itself would be a nonprofit, um, and it would be used for these purposes. And that is prong number three. And so, um, you know, I don't know what you make of that. Yeah. So BitBoy crypto is going to sell me Ben tokens and I'm going to give him money, USDC or whatever. He's going to take the USDC and he's going to buy a billboard. And he's also going to take the USDC and pay a former congressional aide to lobby for me. Um, and then, like, I get a uh, Ben token. And I get, I guess, a general positivity <laughs> in the market, hopefully. I mean, I guess it's a, uh, it, it depends how you want to, like, if it is a not, if it like, look, there's a, there's a lot of nonprofit organizations. Mm -hmm. That's how they're set up. So it's like a donation. When I'm buying Ben, it's like a donation. Effectively, yeah. For that's, political that's, cause. That's probably. I mean, I don't know, if, like, for political cause, for for proper education. So the fourth prong is strategic strategic education, crypto education tools, uh, accreditation for crypto learning, and driving crypto adoption. Um, and so basically, building some type of like online crypto you know, school, I don't know, something along those lines. Okay. Um, the one thing that I will say is like, love him or hate him, the guy, like he, he has followed through on a lot of the things that he says. And so I'm, I'm very, mm -hmm. like, I just, I just find this narrative to be, I'm super fascinated to see how this plays out. Uh, and it's very interesting that these are like the apparent prongs that are coming apparently with this roadmap, um, you know, overall for this Ben token. Don't, no idea. I do like um, the idea of a crypto school, uh, <laughs> a crypto university that you get certified in. I remember early on thinking that would be a really cool thing to do with learn. And uh, it's really, yeah. really, really uh, hard and costs a lot of money. So maybe Ben Token can finance something like that. Um, maybe so. I'm just, yeah, I'm just here to here to spit the facts and see what you, what you think about it. I mean, personally... I'm I'm like, you know, I, I think that there's positives. If if they could pull off half of that stuff, there are positives for it. Uh, the question is like, you know, are the motives as as pure as being, um, you know, laid out? So here's here's the video, and, and we can share it after. This was put out a day ago, and and just and obviously I basically summarized a solid six minutes of it uh, in terms of like what they're trying to achieve. Mm -hmm. But this is I think him saying like that. It's not about the profit for him personally. Most powerful uh, crypto ever. Most powerful is the Goku oh, of cryptos. So. Oh, no. I got it on way too Holy fast. Cow, speed. I was scary, dude. <laughs> My bad. He's got a very expressive face. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a picture of him. <laughs> Libraries so people can understand crypto. All the profits that we make from those sales we'll do through wholesale. We will put back into the project. I'm not gonna make a dime on it. I, I don't want to make a dime on it. I don't want to make a dime on any of the stuff that we're doing. I want crypto adoption. I don't want people to have to worry about going to prison because they traded crypto. I don't want people to go to prison because they they work for a crypto project. I don't want people to go to prison who make YouTube videos, who make tweets. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of all this. I'm tired of going in public and saying something about crypto or Bitcoin and somebody saying, isn't that a scam? No, okay? I'm tired of people getting misinformation from crypto organizations, from news organizations. Tired of it. Bitcoin is the adoption mechanism. But Bitcoin is how we fight. We work together. It's a movement. Ben stands for be everywhere now. So I'll, I'll pause there, but there you go. So, I mean, look, man, don't know. No idea. Come, you know, purely, purely speculative. It'd be interesting to see what they actually roll out. But like, what, what, what are your, what are your thoughts, my friend? You really want to hear what I think about that? I, I mean, are you sure you really want to hear what I think about that? I do want to hear. All Look. right. So when I hear that kind of language, dude, what I, what I feel in my heart is I'm like, this motherfucker's blowing smoke up my ass. 
when it's that emotional, I don't know. I, 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 he could be, he could, he could be telling the truth, right? But when I see, look at that guy, I see P.T. Barnum, right, being like, I want to fucking introduce you to the woman who breastfed Abraham Lincoln. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> like, sure. I mean, this sounds nice. This sounds like really good. But yeah, I mean, no, I don't want to make a profit. I don't want to make a dime. Come on now, baby. That's how the world works. You got to make a dime. Not, not yeah. a single thing works in this society if you don't make money off of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it, 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 the question becomes, is it actually a nonprofit? And is it set up to do the four prongs that I laid out before? And, and clearly, uh, based on comments, massive amount of skepticism. And, and I guess understandably so. Mm -hmm. um, the one thing I will say is like the emotional side, like that's I think that's kind of just part of like, you know, his 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 shtick. It's like, part of the it's, sale. It's, yeah, that's who he is. Um, it's but, just a lot easier for me to trust someone who is like a, a little bit more like Spurgy, like a little bit more like Vitalik, right? Like I can trust that guy because he seems like he only cares about like, I mean, he wants to make money. He doesn't really seem to hide that either, but he wants to make like a, a really specific like engineered project. This is like very like good feels and vibes is what it feels like he's selling me here. Yeah. I don't want to make a dime. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, feel more comfortable. You said I'm going to take five percent. I'm going to take a two percent. I only he, want to make two million off of it. <laughs> I mean, he called the SBF thing uh, pretty much to the T. He, he called he called him out with that. You know, we I think we played the video when it happened. Like mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I I'm 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 in no way endorsing things one way or another. But the purpose of what he's talking about is actually needed. Now, if this has to be the facilitation engine that gets us there, then I don't know. But you know, I'm 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 like I'm not going to fade something just because it's uh, you know, just because I have like you know, I, I'm going to leave personal bias aside, I guess, yeah. on this and see if there is a way to facilitate some of the stuff we're talking about because it is a problem. Like getting you know, getting the proper information out to the masses is not going to happen through the mainstream media. It's sure as hell not going to happen through the government. Uh, and so, you know, I will see, you know, I'm, 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 in, I'm intrigued to see how it goes, uh, and, and to see what this roadmap actually is because, you know, let, you know love him or hate him. The guy's delivered on, on some of the calls that he's made. And so for me, I'm like, let's just see what happens. That's the, I'm going to, I'm taking a wait and see approach is basically what I'm saying. I think he's a good guy at, uh, writing a narrative right like with the ftx thing remember he got all yep. he's like i'm getting on a flight i'm creeping on sam bankman's freed car, did, car. sam just come talk he's like throwing pebbles at his window like he's <laughs> fucking romeo and juliet like he's good at like making like a scene and this is kind of similar he's like yeah making a scene so i mean like to charles point here he, he he's he's a good he's dude's a salesman he's a good salesman like yeah. so whether he delivers the product, I don't know. Has BitBoy engineered anything like this before? Like a like a. I, I mean, obviously, he's got a very successful YouTube channel and a million Twitter followers. So mm -hmm. I mean, it, I guess it depends on your on your definition of success. Like, if, well, would yeah, you consider like the skill it's it takes to make a YouTube channel and garner a million followers similar to say like. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. If he if if he can if he can get a lot of followers, and he maybe he can do that with the general population. Maybe maybe this will work, dude. I don't know. I don't want to be the guy that's got egg on his face five years from now when we're all attending <laughs> Bitboy University and we're voting uh, for Ben Armstrong for president because he's the one crypto visionary who can rebalance the budget. I mean, it could be. Yeah, could be. you never know. Look, I'm just saying. It is definitely something to follow. Like that, like you cannot, like you, it's good or bad. You can't look away, in my opinion. And so we're gonna we're gonna have to follow it, uh, and it's gonna be interesting to see how it plays out. And and you know, yeah, I don't know. I, I go back to like all the things that he named actually do need to be fixed. Like we need solutions for all of that. Mm -hmm. um, the question is, is this uh, is this the solution or not? So. Yep. We need people to take crypto seriously when I go to a bar and I tell a fucking babe <laughs> that I work in crypto and she says, what are you, just a scam artist? Yeah, we do need to solve that ASAP, dude. I, I think it's it's more about institutional. And the way to do that is to get Ben Armstrong to buy billboards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, man, 
yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm actually I'm gonna keep an open mind. Um, and we'll see what this roadmap holds. Obviously, first, like I think that like you got to get the 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 transfer of the ownership. You know, like like the, I guess the one piece that I am like, excuse me, uh, the IRS. Like, wouldn't this be an immediate target for for someone like the IRS, the CFTC, any of them? Um, the question is like this. I think the original seller would probably be. The target. What he's probably doing now is 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 uh, if T Pain can launch a university. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I went to Florida State, so there you go. Tallahassee Pain. Uh, guy used to pull up in Ferraris outside of the college bar that I went to all the time. That's awesome. Um, yeah. You know, speaking of rappers, what about Acon Coin? We all forgot about this. He's going to build the most <laughs> advanced city in all of Africa, dude. I don't know what the happened to Acon, capital. but we need to bring him back. Like, if you're if you're talking about you the Acon on the show. The drop 2006, 2010. That's like some of the, those are like some of rap's best in my humble opinion. Um, <laughs> I don't know what happened to Acon Coin. So, yo, where do you want to go here? You want to go to, you want to go to uh, BRC 20s, DRC 20s, and Bitcoin Cash? Or do you want to talk about the insanity that is the US government uh, and liquidity crunches from Binance? What do you guys want to hear about? Uh, Wally, Charles D5, Mr. Got Plenty, Philip. I want to hear about. I want to hear about. I want to hear about the BRC twenties. I want you to give me the rundown on BRC twenties, man, and <laughs> KRC twenties and DRC twenties and all of those. <laughs> I guess the question is like, all right, since since, since we think that we're in depression mode, uh, and strange things happen, uh, you know, when when you're when you're feeling down, strange strange things happen, and we're obviously we're seeing the rise uh, at a very immense rate of ordinals, so much so that Binance is launching an NFT marketplace. Uh, where it's time to learn. And, and if we're talking about academies, guys, there is one out there. It's called Binance Academy. It's actually not too bad. Uh, maybe it'll be ben, Bitcoin Academy at some point. We don't know. But, um, you know, so basically they're launching an NFT marketplace. And I guess in more seriousness, uh, they actually have like a what is Ordinals overview talking about, um, you know, attaching metadata to a, to a single Satoshi and all the things we've, we've talked about on the show before. As far as um, you know, these BRC twenty um, you know you know tokens are concerned, or, or NFTs, whatever whatever you want to call them, uh, but you know, so basically now that we're seeing this launch, um, you know, let's let's go over the marketplace for a second. So okay. basically, uh, the like this 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 has gone past sort of a, a craze into a phase into you know something that now you're like, all right. Um, it's not, you know, it's 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 more than potentially a fad. There's over 11,000 of these BRC20, you know, data tokens issued. Um, as of Monday, the the market cap was 500 million. It was 1.5 billion uh, earlier in the week, and so you know, so I guess like, you know, it's just it's it's now catching steam, which is like causing this this chain of events to happen. Which one I sort of figured was going to happen because if you're Bitcoin Cash. Like, why would you not use this as the opportunity? Like, you forked Bitcoin, you didn't really catch on. Um, but what you do have in, on Bitcoin is that your block size are 32 megabytes, and it has, you know, it allows for 100 transactions per second, where Bitcoin can really only process about seven if it's, you know, if it's actually not congested like it is right now. So it's probably lower than that. So my point is, Bitcoin Cash has an opportunity here to step up and and be like, hey. This BRC20 thing, this should be with us. Like, this is a much better place to build a market for BRC20 than Bitcoin is. And I think that probably, you know, with the exception of miners who are making shitloads of fees, Bitcoin maximalists would be like, yeah, take it. We don't want it. Uh, you're congesting our network with this crap. Um, and this is actually a pretty good opportunity for Bitcoin Cash. And so they are actually today upgrading the network with the cash tokens upgrade. Uh, which is which allows for things like BRC20s and, and they go you know, they go on to say DeFi and all this other you know stuff to be built on Bitcoin Cash. Uh, so um, not shocked to see this happen. I actually thought this would happen, um, but uh, you know any any like just like passing fad or or now here to stay. I guess is the question. And like, did you did you see this upgrade from Bitcoin Cash? Any thoughts? Yeah, I saw this upgrade up, upgrade to Bitcoin Cash and also to Doge. Uh, I guess Doge also has these now. DRC twenty. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, I think it's too early to say whether or not it's a fad. I mean, it's a billion dollars. It's a lot of money. But I mean, what are these really being used for at the moment? Um, 
I was looking into some of the projects and I understand that they're still building a, a DEX type project on uh, on Bitcoin. I think it was Ordi mm-hmm. um, was building one, but I mean, I guess it'll, it will obviously take a while, but yeah, when we also look at kind of what it's done to Bitcoin, it's just congested it to hell. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, like without a layer two, like a settlement layer for for bitcoin i don't know like i don't know how this succeeds like you can't like the miners love it because they're making shitloads of fees but like as from from a user from a usability perspective like it's such a bad user experience like and and you'd have to like satoshis are going to continue to go up as you try to mint these things like i just don't know like you've got to there's got to be an alternative solution to what we know as of this moment um the question is is it bitcoin cash and and um i don't think that like I, I don't see Bitcoin cash. Like I don't. The same reason Bitcoin cash didn't succeed in the first place is the same reason I believe that it won't catch on because it's not Bitcoin. Like it is not the core, you know, asset of the industry. And so even with, uh, you know, even with um, larger block sizes and probably better user experience, I don't see it transferring in the same way. Do you? Yeah, I don't see it. I think because it's uh, like you're saying, I think a lot of the big draw of the BRC20s is that it is on Bitcoin. People feel like they enjoy the novelty of it being on Bitcoin. Bitcoin, the king, Bitcoin, the freaking God token, the God chain, the God coin that we can all rely on. Um, But it does seem to me kind of like trying to fit a square pig in a circular hole. (laughs) Yeah, a round hole. Yeah, that's it. Like it's not a like it's good that there's multiple chains. And each chain does something a little bit better than the other one. It's and you know we have seen that kind of like as competition uh, amongst chains has like manifested. That's what you start to see is like people use different chains for different things, and I think that's really the way to go as opposed to trying to make one the Swiss Army knife. Um, Bitcoin works great as like a solid store of value, but uh, I don't know if it's going to work for DEXs. Like, why would I use Bitcoin Cash? instead of say ethereum uh because it's got the same properties as bitcoin you can use brc20 on it what do you mean like why would i use brc20 on it when i can use brc20 only think they serve two completely different erc721 i mean we're talking like like sort of apples and oranges but like why would you like why would like my my question is why would you leave ordinals from bitcoin to move it over bitcoin cash i i would understand why like this is a smart play on their behalf. Like if there's something they're going to capitalize on, in my opinion, it's going to be this. Like this was, to me, this was a, a very foreseeable thing. Yeah, like, like we are going to capitalize on it. But this is what I'm saying. Like the <laughs> the reason Ethereum exists for a different reason than Bitcoin, right? Like right. you can do, it's, it's a lot more functional. So like, yeah, Bitcoin Cash is like faster than Bitcoin. It can have greater throughput. But like, why would I use it? Like the reason I'm using a BRC20 is because I want to use Bitcoin for right. some you reason. You wanted to attach to one Satoshi, like yeah. On, yeah. But I could also just use like, like if if I really care about like the specific type of transaction I'm going to be conducting, why wouldn't I use the chains that are better for it? Right. Like why would I use like I mean because that would version. be too rational, bro. You're, you're talking the about alternate of the worst version. <laughs> yeah, I mean that would be too rational for this industry to uh, to take on. So mm-hmm. um, if you want to, I mean, you're talking about the god, the god, the god chain. Uh, obviously, you know this this couldn't not spread to something like Dogecoin and the uh, the, the new creation of DRC twenty tokens. <laughs> uh, and so basically, dude, Dogecoin saw its its all time high in transactions over the weekend. Um, surpassing both Bitcoin and Litecoin because of DRC20s. Um, so I don't know whether to be scared because this is like a top signal from where we are right now, uh, which would actually mean that we're gonna we're gonna see uh, lower lows, mm-hmm. uh, as you were pointing out earlier, um, or if it's just people having fun with with kind of the depression state of the market as you know as we see it today. People but, are having fun. People are yeah. having fun, but they're also looking for ways to scrape as much money as possible. Right. Yeah, I mean, if there's yeah, if there's if there's one thing for certain in all of it, uh, it's that somebody is making money off of shit coins, uh, and so that dude. That said, the one thing I will say in in like in in seriousness, I suppose, uh, is that I don't think that this is going anywhere. Like I think that this like all of these will be uh, in some way, shape, or form here to stay. Um, and so I think it is like uh, they'll figure out a way to make it 
feasible on Bitcoin, whether it's you know uh, a, a layer two solution or something. Um, but I, I guarantee you that BRC20 lives on uh, into the next cycle. That, that's my prediction as of this moment. I'm sure how big of a part of the next cycle it'll be is really the true question. Of course, it's going to be here forever now. Because well, it's, you it's got it. Bitcoin, it's here forever, baby. <laughs> you got but, other channels putting out videos of how to 250x based on ordinals. So uh, I would say bro. that, you know, it's here to stay. I got a channel saying how to put out 50x on Pulse Chain, bro. I mean, <laughs> I could put out a video saying whatever I want. This is America. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's easier to do Have it you if you're not. Those videos? I, I haven't, no. I mean, we should watch. Can one somebody together. throw up the picture of me like this, buy, please? We can, we can come up with a strategy together on how we're going to make a lot of money on BRC20s. Oh, uh, there it is. We'll, uh, yep, we'll, we'll, we'll throw that up. All right. Uh, on to the final topic of the day. Um, yeah, we get it. We get it. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> here's, here's some breaking news for you. Uh, this came out an hour ago. Just in. U.S. government to crack down on crypto exchanges. Welcome, Corval. Welcome to uh, welcome to the breaking news, my friend. Um, yeah, I Binance, just my pants when I saw that. <laughs> that was the, the biggest breaking news of today. So Binance left Canada uh, over the weekend, and uh, you know, so not not shocked to see it. And you know, I think that there's probably a, a somewhat conjoined effort in terms of regulation between. Um, Trudeau and the Biden administration, let's just call it the Canadian market, the U.S. market, however you want to phrase it. Um, but uh, what do you see as problematic here? Like after we've seen, you know, other things that happened over the weekend um, was obviously the House hearing last week. Uh, Ellie from Fox News has been on the show many times, broke this um, sort of like roadmap of things that you are you are and you are not to say if you are on the Democratic side of this House hearing. Mm -hmm. um, and there was a lot of things in it. So what do you take away from Binance leaving? What do you take away from like this stuff? It actually was then broken a, For a Forbes article on Saturday. Uh, leak reveals secret democratic plan for a game-changing U.S. crypto crackdown that could hit the price of Bitcoin and Ethereum. Pretty, uh, pretty, pretty Is serious LA headline there. Is the source for this article? Uh, no. Or is this article a different plan? Oh, Ellie is the leak of this, yes. Okay, so like I don't think, like, I don't I don't think that their talking points for their debate is like their game changing plan for a crypto crackdown. I think this is like they're all in a team, right? Like it's a party thing. Like I'm on the Republican side or the Democratic side. We got a whip whose whole job is to make sure we toe the party line. <clears throat> so the whip makes someone write up this document and says this is what we're going to talk about. Yep. So if you get hit with a question, this is the point that you're going to bring up. So like all of this is like, you know, if they say that there's conflict between our regulatory agencies, hit them with the, no, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> if they say that crypto needs new regulation, hit them with the, no, it's not. So I don't think, I mean, this just kind of, it was already pretty obvious. It just makes it even more clear that they have no, the Democratic Party has no interest in approaching crypto with open arms they are approaching with sword drawn pistol in hand they want to execute crypto it's true um and i mean we'll see how that plays out in the american political arena but yeah I, it's not favorable but it's also still like we're stuck uh here in the states it's for the canada leaving yeah that's a bummer i think cz was a canadian citizen bro you can't feel good about that he had to shut down his in his country of nationalization. Yeah, I believe he, I think he was like, and he's not. He's he certainly doesn't. Uh, he's not living in China, obviously, and so yeah. I'm not a huge expert on Canadian finance or Canadian <laughs> politics, really. But this does seem kind of like par for the course when it comes to uh, their previous like. I guess attempts at regulation, like their previous actions, uh, like Canada is a lot more hands-on in terms of this sort of thing. Um, if I remember, they were like freezing people's bank accounts during protests and stuff like that. They're not really hot, like afraid to like be very aggressive in the in the financial regulatory space. Whether Talk it's about... super bearish for crypto, I don't really think so. Yeah. But... 
so I just pulled up uh, the. Let me see if I can grab it here. Like, like my, so my, so my, my entire thing on this is like, it's not so much about finance specifically. It's not so much about Canada specifically. Like, I think they like sometime. I remember like when we were doing FTM alerts mm -hmm. and uh, some episode of Phantom Unchained. Like, they actually passed like a you couldn't you couldn't in this fiscal year of this one, 2023, you couldn't spend more than like 40k on crypto in. Like uh, I thought it was in Toronto or somewhere like that. Um, you know, I, I don't remember the exact details of it, Charles but it's basically like, know. like none of this was like shocking to me that like Binance would potentially exit Canada because there was like already some regulation in place that like we're sort of, you know, monitoring the ins and outflows of like the individual user. Um, and so I, I don't, that's, I can't speak to more specifics, but I guess what I'm saying is there's regulation that was like scrutinizing crypto back then. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, you know, so something like that obviously doesn't, doesn't really like shock me, I would say, but what, what is concerning to me is like, I think the larger point here isn't necessarily like, let's, you know, let's close Binance business specifically, but like, let's, let's choke crypto out specifically. Like, let's make sure that inflows to be able to buy on ramps are at, are like dramatically impacted. And that is like, that's, that's probably where I think the biggest concern is whether it's Canada or any of the stuff with the U S that, you know, any of the pick your various, you know, stance article, whatever sec, you know, whatever it is. Um, so yeah. So like, to me, it's like looking at this inflow data, like, is there a story to be told here? Um, and frankly, like it doesn't like, this is Binance specifically, but if we look at all exchanges, um, it doesn't really look like there is like my concern um, going back to like uh, 2021. I mean, like the inflows are actually, they look fairly healthy to me. I mean, it's probably because like, yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's possible that they, I think, all right, I'm, I'm all over the place here. All right. So I think you're right that it isn't trying to strangle out crypto, right? Imagine if like some guy had, to, instead of it being like the Manhattan project, it was just some guy that discovered like how to make a nuclear bomb. The government would be like, all right, we got a, no more nuclear bombs, but they would want to have it. So that's what kind of where they're going with it is kind of what I think. Trying to make sure that individuals, uh, companies, they can't like <laughs> issue their own currencies, um, digital or otherwise. Um, this though, the inflows, that is something I've always been kind of worried about too. Like if the on-ramps close, there's no yeah. way for the industry to truly survive unless we go into the dark web, baby. We get dark web mode on it. Yeah, I hope you're ready, Clay. You ready to go full cypherpunk? So it's probably, I guess, better to look at like net flows and see what we've done as of late uh, and seeing that we're seeing pretty big net outflows as of May 4th, it looks like. So yeah, I mean, I can't, can't zoom in too too far but um <clears throat> but yeah so i mean like things like this well, i guess we could change the chart range right there we go uh to the monthly so many beautiful charts yeah so i mean like stuff like this is probably what should be like let's let's go to binance and see what the deal is for like the last couple so i mean you know it's eh, there's not there's not there's not a massive massive story to be told i don't think um and in fact like it looks like it's fairly even over time so but you know point is None of it is good. Like, like if you, you know, if you have to exit a full market and you're the largest crypto exchange remaining, that doesn't, you know, that's not great for the industry in general. And so, um, I think that this is the kind of data that we should continue to monitor because this is what, uh, you know, brings in liquidity to the market, and that's obviously what drives the price, whether it be Bitcoin or the altcoin rotation or Ethereum or whatever it is. So, um, definitely some interesting data. I think we could break down further on other episodes, but um, you know, never, never like to see. An exchange get kind of pressed out of a market. That ain't cool. It's not cool, dude. It's not cool what they did to Binance. <laughs> Total party foul up in Canada. We've been laboring under this delusion that they're all polite and nice. It turns out Trudeau is a mean guy. He's not cool. He's uh he's definitely got some kind of agenda that we will see. So in coin so in Canada, there's no way to onboard into crypto anymore. I'm sure that there's other exchanges and yeah, like, like a VPN. Well, anything where you have to KYC, it won't work. Yeah, that is true. I mean, yeah, you it's know. all over. It's all when, over, Canada Bros. When they did prohibition they in America, there's no way to buy alcohol either. But people figured it out, so we'll see see how that goes. But uh, dude, we're at the hour, hour mark. It is Monday. 
Uh, I always enjoy spending my Mondays, Mondays with you, Corval. It is it is always Thanks, a pleasure. Fun. And uh, coming to you live from you know, Mister Got Plenty's Bank Vault. Uh, we are going to wrap tomorrow DeFi Tuesday. We're going to have Charles DeFi on breaking down at least three to four protocols. Mikey, I don't, I don't mind if you play the, the instrumental if you'd like. Uh, if there's if there's a, a DeFi protocol you want broken down, hit us in the comments of this episode, not in the comments here on the thing. Uh, comment what you'd like to see broken down. I got a few in mind. Um, we're going to run a few through it tomorrow. Uh, goodness gracious, we're going to run through it tomorrow. Excited to have Charles on the show. Uh, DeFi Tuesdays, it's becoming a tradition. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Tell one person about block bites. We will double the number quickly. We appreciate you. You're the reason we do this. Uh, every, dot, every day, same time, same place, noon Eastern. We will see you tomorrow. With that, have a wonderful Monday. Peace out. Mikey, hit the music. <laughs>